Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to this podcast, Talk Architecture. I'm your host, Naziati Mohamed Yaakob, and I did an eight-minute review on architecture is for the elites, yeah? So, um, I'm not really fond of that word, but... <laughs> Anyway, um, yes, of course, you know, these are clients and these are those who have the money. So they can do whatever they want and they can hire architects as they please. And that's the state of our society. And um, I've enjoyed going to uh, projects and visit places where there is money invested, such as shopping malls and hotels and buffets and so on, in a way that um, I didn't really want to think about it. I just want to enjoy myself. But then, obviously, you know, um, you kind of like tire from it. And during the um, pandemic, when, when we have to stay at home and we learn how to cook and we learn how to communicate online, and then now we have a bit of um, a leeway to go travel and to meet again. So um, then I realized that life is very fragile because... Um, you know, there are people who have to face um, a lot of issues or problems with regard to mental health and um, other ailments or um, things. And COVID is one of them, obviously. And um, one illness or one misstep or a broken leg can lead to a disability and you have to endure for the rest of your life. So there are more than we care to think of the a sizable amount of the population or people that have to endure hardships, be it temporarily or in the longer term. So there are people who have to deal with the housing issues, living conditions, traveling. And if you were to um, want to find out more, you can go into the social media platform and you will find out a lot of these problems. Um, and therefore, what is the role of the architect in all this? So the architect... Um, before they become the architect, you have the architectural education process. But when we talk about education, education doesn't stop um, the, in, by the fifth year in most architecture schools. They cater or they, they provide fifth-year courses. So it doesn't stop in the fifth year. The, these um, um, uh, universities... Um, that provide architecture design courses and then produce, uh, have graduates come emanating from them, whom the society refer to as architects or architectural designers eventually. Um, we look to them to be solving society's problems. Yeah. But more and more, I'm thinking that architectural education, um, if, depending on whoever that is 
leading or managing the architecture design courses, they could uh, take a stand uh, what sort of projects that could be delivered or could be um, could be uh, the projects or the design curriculum that students of architecture uh, would go through and what um, sort of experience they would go through in order to be competent uh, when they go out into society. And then there is an expectation by the industry of the sort of architecture graduates um, that would be trained further because, yeah, like I said, education doesn't stop by the fifth year. It goes on. So the architecture graduate doesn't have, have much um, choices. But then in the emerging of the knowledge, um, what do you call it? The, what do you call it? The, the age of knowledge, yeah? the explosion of knowledge and the means to actually um, uh, find jobs in different ways or the means to actually be a social entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, a business person working on your own and finding jobs. There is this emergence of an alternative to the traditional way of um you know, I, I've been, I'm one of those who went the traditional way, uh, try to work with a company and then eventually work with a university, right? So, uh, but now they have more choices and, and it depends on the brave, whether the architecture graduate is brave enough to venture in the, into the alternative way. Now, another thing is collaboration or tr- working with projects that are, um, sort of community base, um, and that is also a possibility. But as a fresh graduate, we always recommend why not you try out the industry first, the commercial um, developers, and then you can find out what it is um, later on that you can decide what to do. So there are people who who uh, would work with. Uh, the more commercial companies, or maybe something in between commercial and more of community projects, schools or um, community facilities, religious buildings, or um, some would work in housing projects. Uh, it could be a commercial housing project, or some would go to the local authority and work with them. So, So when we talk about the topic today, the topic of um architects serve the masses who are the masses so when we talk about uh how many percent in malaysia you have top uh, t20 the top 20% which are uh more of those who are um able to afford a lot of things uh live in a certain way where they they could they have extra money and then you have the m2 20, which is middle 20%, and then you have the B40. So that is 40% of people who are in, what do you call it, in a situation where they they earn very little and they're trying to survive day to day. And urban poverty shows that the issues of nutrition, there's issues of... um 
health and disability and poverty intertwine easily can get disabled if you're poor and if you're disabled you more often is a poor person um and um there is this uh event the thing city event that ha- happened on the 16th of june which we we heard mental health professionals talking about mental health of people who live in social housing in malaysia so social housing is um something that not necessarily everybody is interested in because we just close one eye to it but yes going back to architects serving the masses so what about architecture education should we focus on social housing and should we focus on more projects that are dealing with um those who are vulnerable you know um the older population or disabled persons or uh the urban poor you know um is always inevitably that we're looking into social housing but social housing is never something that um uh it is always difficult to look at social housing as um innovation you know as something that could um uh, i mean you don't i mean because social housing have to deal with mundane um limited material and construction techniques so it is it's not so sexy as you know some uh sustainability projects uh where you looking at green architecture and the reality of it the reality of how we are dealing with um what we deal with in sense that what is the program brief and what is the outcome was a learning that you want to do who are you interviewing what case studies are you going to do and what will you learn from it so there is nothing wrong for the school of architecture to to um have projects that are to do with social housing uh because of the process you learn to find out you learn to investigate on site and then you come out with design problems and then you set out to solve those design problems right so um uh the students who came out who comes out of these programs they will make a decision on their own later which in which architecture company or developer or who that they need to work with they would learn i mean you have to sort of um celebrate education celebrate the acquiring of knowledge and celebrate um the sense of adventure the sense of discovery that students of architecture in in um first year until fifth year they will learn from the program they will investigate and they will learn from it and come out out of it being much more um understanding of the issues or and you know actually understanding a process or a meta- methodology of design that they could um you know they could uh reutilize later on you know so as lecturers or as the academia we support um um we have the duty or the responsibility to create programs where not all the projects to do with tourism not all the projects are high end projects for the elites meaning not the projects that t20s um would encourage um i mean i'm saying it in a way that um 
um, T20 is fine. You, you, you know, I've said it before that it's great. You, you earn a lot of money. So what are you going to do with it? You know, are you going to support also uh, innovations for the B40s? So what, I, I mean, this is people in general, you know, we, but we are in the architecture profession and we have been educators and we are educators and we still influence each other in many ways, like the podcast that I'm making is because I want people to sort of think and decide for themselves rather than uh, be in a not know these issues, right? So then we raise this issue. So, so therefore, this podcast, which is now going into over the time limit, I'd like to say that architects... Um, are required to think of all levels of society and social housing and some of these um, projects need to be dealt with in schools of architecture and not merely projects about the tourists. So, and more and more projects that are looking into the user, into the everyday, into people who are in the B40 group, especially is something that is the real project. The reality needs to be learned. And that, yes, the Architects Act in Malaysia has only one paragraph or two. Um, I did skim through the Architect Act and the only one that mentioned about architects serving society uh, is lacking in its bite in terms of uh, the, um, the role of the architect in Malaysia. So that's something else that, that um, how the influence of the Architects Act could be revised to look into how architects serve the society more. So, you know, I'm questioning the role of architects in Malaysia. I'm questioning the what architecture that is produced to serve and to be more, um, you know, uh, fairly, fairly served the nation and people in the country. Um, and architect is, is part of the society's group of people, professionals. You have the doctors, lawyers, the engineers, and archite architects also have to ask questions, the bigger questions about their role in society. And, um, you know, the architecture, um, you call it the Putubuhan Architect Malaysia, uh, organization, the architecture organization and the board of architects should look into this matter more, right? So thank you for listening to this podcast episode, a special one on architects serving the masses.